811. On the Morning News Express, Bob Miller, Chris Michaels producing. On the uh, phone with us is the uh, chief of police for the uh, city of Frederick, Chief Jason Lando. Thank you, sir, for uh, joining us at a, uh, at a moment's notice. We do appreciate it. Um, let's talk about that body cam video that uh, was from last year's uh, shooting of two Frederick City police officers. Um, and and. Why it was released and um, and 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 kind of walk us through it a little bit. Sure. First of all, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I don't think I think we can all agree that 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 video is very difficult to watch, and uh, and and probably more so than for our two officers involved and their peers that were there that day. Uh, very difficult video. We have a policy in the police department. Uh, we refer to it as our events of significant public interest uh, policy. Most police departments now uh, with body cams have a similar policy where the, when there is a major incident that occurs, especially when officers uh, are shot at or they discharge their firearms, it, it certainly triggers that policy. And in an interest uh, of being fair and transparent with the community, uh, we release that video of that um, at the appropriate time. And sometimes the appropriate time is immediately, but in this case, we uh, we coordinate, you know, with our uh, with our state's attorney's office, with our legal advisors, uh, and in a case where the person, uh, the the suspect, survives the shooting and there's going to be a trial, um, we have to be careful about not releasing it prematurely, as that could uh, risk tainting a jury pool and uh, and not providing the person with a fair trial. And so that's why the the delay. Uh, that was the cause for the delay in the release. Uh, I, I'm, and I'm, uh, I looked at the video, and uh, we have the well, – uh, Diana has been playing the uh, the audio, but we have linked the video on our website. Um, it is disturbing because, number one, you see police officers who have to do their their job. They do their job, and you can say – you can hear them both saying, I'm hit, I'm hit, I'm hit too. And as you're watching the, the uh, from the perspective of I saw – um, you could see blood dripping from one of the officer's um, arms on his uh, left hand, it looked like, and, you know, still doing his job even though he's been hit and he's bleeding, or she is bleeding. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, 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 every time I see that video, and I've seen it way more than I care to, um, every time I see it, I'm blown away by how uh, Kristen and Brian both reacted in that uh, tense uncertain and rapidly evolving situation they conducted themselves exceptionally well yeah i mean i think so too and and you know when you see that and i'm like look you know i mean i talk for a living on the radio i'm not going through what they're going through uh and coming up and yeah, I mean, I think so too. And and you know, when you see that, and I'm like, look, you know, I mean, I talk for a living on the radio. I'm not going through what they're going through, uh, and coming up and uh, against something like that. And I just, you know, when you see that, I mean, how proud of your officers are you for continuing to do their job when they probably could have just, you know, uh, turned tail and made sure that they were safe. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, I, I think I say it every day. Uh, I, I'm so exceptionally proud of, of those officers in particular, but just across the board. I mean, the way the way we, we train our officers uh, and the way they respond in some of these situations is is remarkable. And uh, and I have um, I, I'm just I, I'm at a loss for words sometimes uh, when you see some of these videos that we have released over the past 
you know, three years, because I've only been here three years, uh, and just to see the way the officers conduct themselves in situations that most people could never even fathom being in, and our officers, unfortunately, are repeatedly in these types of situations. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm very proud of them. Now, you are quoted as saying uh, the outcome of the case, you were kind of disappointed, it was disappointing uh, because uh, Judge Solt uh, placed um, uh, Mr., I, I want to say Lewis, am I, am I right on that one? I think it's Lewis, right? Uh, Dominic Lewis, uh, in a mental health facility as opposed to maybe jail. And do you think that that, obviously, I don't think you think that's the right decision. Right, yeah, I, I, I completely disagree, but I want to be, I, I, let me explain myself. I, I don't. I don't fault Judge Solt. I think there is a there is an issue uh, with the system. The judge is not a medical expert, and in these particular situations where someone uh, or their defense attorney is claiming that there is uh, that there are mental health issues at play, it triggers an automatic evaluation by a doctor, and so Judge Solt is now. Uh, you know, sh she has to make the decision. Do I take this doctor's expert opinion um, or do I rule against it? That puts the judge in a very difficult position. She's not a medical expert. Um, and so who is she to go against what the medical expert says? So I, I think that um, without pointing fingers at the judge, I think we need to take a look at the system or the process, because I don't think that in this case it, it, it was the it was the right outcome. Um, and, and let me tell you, I don't think it's any secret. I'm a big believer in mental health and wellness. Uh, when, you know, you know, we have the crisis car, we go out there every day and deal with people that are having mental health uh, issues. And I want to see them get help. Um, I think that when you uh, are in this situation and you have drugs in your pocket and a gun and you shoot at a police officer when they're approaching to say that that person in that moment wasn't responsible for their actions, that's a tough pill to swallow. And that's, you know, that, that is just not something that I, I agree with. We're talking with Chief Jason Lando um, of the Frederick City Police. I'm going to say something, and it's not. I'm not saying that you're saying it. I'm not saying that you're, the police would do that. But in a situation like this, when something like that happens, uh, I don't even know if I should say this, do you think that the police, the mentality of the officers might change in a situation like that, whereas they wounded this gentleman and now he's going into a mental health facility and could be released and maybe do this again, um, I'm, I'm just speculating, that then the officers on the street may have a different approach when it comes to um, situations like this and using deadly well, force as opposed to using other force. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're getting at, but I can tell you that we, we don't train, we, we don't train to, to shoot to kill. We train to shoot to stop the threat. And, and in this situation, the officers did exactly what they were trained to do. Um, as, as, as it relates to how we approach situations, regardless of whether we're going to a call for someone with a gun or, you know, maybe someone who's, who's just behaving erratically, um, our officers are always trained to – uh, safety first in every situation, right? We don't let our guard down only because um, we get, we get, I'm sorry, I'm hearing a lot of background noise. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I'm, I don't hear any of that. So it must be. Uh, oh, I'm, getting a lot, I'm sorry. I'm getting a lot of feedback. Um, yeah. So regardless of the call, right, regardless of the situation, we, we, we approach with a safety first mindset. So we don't go in with our guard down only because it's a mental health call. Um, 
we, we go and we make the situation safe. And then once we find out, hey, this, this call has a mental health nexus, this, probably, this person probably doesn't need to go to jail. There's an, another way to handle it. Then the officer takes the appropriate action. So I would never advise an officer to walk into a situation with their guard down only because they think the person has a, a mental health issue. Uh, in, in this case, though, you know, I just I, I don't feel like um, I, this person has done this before. They have been found in another court case in another state to be not criminally responsible, and uh, and 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 they're right back out and they're and they're engaged in criminal conduct. And so, in this particular case, um, I think the system got it wrong. Uh, I don't envy the judge's position. She's looking at an expert's opinion, and she uh, she had to make a ruling. Um, I think we need to take a look at the law and take a look at how these are uh, how these situations are handled overall. Chief Jason Lando, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for having me. And I, I'm, I'm sorry for the uh, background uh, noise. I hope I uh, didn't disturb you too much. All right, eight twenty at WFMD.